This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn of KP, KPIX-TV. Yeah, CBS, CBS 5. Yeah, it's funny, usually I read this thing, I, usually, I should have had it memorized by well, now. Well, that's okay. That's okay. And Bruce McGowan will be with us in a little bit. And on the phone, we have uh, another favorite guest who we've had on a couple of times. What a gr- one of the great titans of his industry that's for sure that's lee steinberg lee you're on the phone aren't you i am here okay good you know it's fine we're gonna we're, we just have a couple of quick minutes before we're gonna cut to a break this is just one of our little interludes um we're gonna be asking sports trivia questions at uh, the end of each commercial break and one of the things that uh, lee you know we're gonna ask you about you know this new manny machado deal machado deal and um also you know i was gonna ask you like what, what you what would you do with a guy like kyler murray who a two-way star i mean only Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders are the one, the only ones I can think of who were. Yeah, but different of. positions. True, but still, I mean, what do you, what do you do as an agent with guys like that? So, uh, Kyler Murray has said that his great love is football, and if you look at the economics, a top first round type franchise quarterback, if he can establish himself as that, uh, starts out with a huge signing bonus, and play almost instantly and so you compare that to signing in baseball where you get a bonus then go down into the minor leagues and some number of years pass and come up to the major leagues and the first three years you could be paid the minimum the economics if he can prove himself as a starting quarterback are much better uh for him in football and he, he seems to love football now he's slightly undersized yeah. He doesn't. He's not a six foot four, two hundred thirty pound quarterback, but he's amazingly prolific, and he has the run capacity that you see with uh, a Lamar Jackson or or very few other players, where he runs like a running back. So uh, I think he's full in committed to. Uh, to uh, football. Okay, okay, hey Lee, let me interrupt you for a second because uh, the the uh, people are telling me we have to go to a quick uh, break. When we come back, we're going to continue on with Lee Steinberg. Stay with us. You're listening to Esports Econ 101. Two 
in five Americans would not go on a second date with someone who has bad teeth, and 50% believe that an individual with an unattractive smile is less likely to land a job when compared to another individual with similar skill sets and experience. First impressions are made in seven seconds. What does your smile say about you? Do you want more dates and that amazing job that has been eluding you? San Francisco cosmetic dentist Dr. Edward Love cannot promise those things, but he has spent decades helping his patients stack the decks in their favor through smile transformation and dental tweaks. He is so confident that a beautiful smile can make a difference that he's offering the first 10 individuals that contact his office complimentary dental bleaching just for coming in for a consultation. Call him today at 415-392-2072 to schedule your appointment or schedule through his website at drloev.com. That's Dr. Love spelled L-O-E-V. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Hey, it's Mom. Somebody forgot to thaw the chicken, so meet us at Chili's for 3 for 10. Oh, and congratulate your sister on her report card. It's not great, but this time she didn't try to hide it from us. Oh, and remember, tonight's your dad's goatee intervention. Love you. See you at Chili's. Come in now for Chili's 3 for 10. Starter, entree, and drink for just $10. With entrees like hand-battered chicken crispers and for a limited time, our mouth-watering sirloin steak topped with garlic butter. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating locations only. If you haven't tried paddleboarding yet, the Petaluma River and northern reach of San Pablo Bay offers you the opportunity to experience the largest preserved tidal estuary on the west coast of North America. The calm waters are ideal for learning to paddleboard while riding wind and tides with sweeping views of oak-studded hills and a skyline that stretches to Mount Tam. Petaluma Stand-Up Paddle is conveniently located just off of Highway 101 in the Petaluma Marina next door to the Sheraton Hotel. Paddlers can also choose to paddle 1.4 miles into Old Town Petaluma and explore Sonoma's other river city. Call 707-200-5520 or go to www.petalumasup.com. Again, that's 707-200-5520 or check out www.petalumasup.com. See you on the river. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn. And Bruce McGowan showed up. Hey, Bruce, how are you? Good to see you guys. All right. And we have Lee Steinberg, uh, the famous sports agent, on the line. You know, um, we were just ta- off air. We were just talking about Bryce Harper and whether or not he's going to go to the Phillies. And then I, I don't know how I happened to come upon this, but I, I noticed that uh, he has um, only uh, got a net worth of like either $5 million or f- maybe it's $15 million. And I'm thinking... I mean, how much money has this guy made over the last, you know, five, six, uh, seven knows? years? Who knows? It's all cartoon numbers, right, Lee? Yeah, as, you know, as, as an agent, Lee, I'm sure you step in when you look at a contract. It's uh, uh, yeah, how much? How much does this guy need? How much needs to be deferred? How much? To, yeah, it, there's there's so many ways of of constructing a contract, and I and 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 I'm curious is that is that sort of kind of fun for you to kind of, to kind of set your client up not just for now but for later. 
it used to be tremendous fun in football before they instituted a rookie salary cap that really essentially slots the players as they come in. The same thing exists in basketball. When a player becomes a veteran, you have the ability to be very creative and, and uh, yes, it's fun to, in essence, perform a Robin Hood type function. <laughs> uh, a young player comes in with no financial worth and all of a sudden he's set for life. The reason Bryce Harper wouldn't have extraordinary economics is that at the beginning of a career, the first three years, a player can be paid the minimum by the team, and then the second three years is eligible for salary arbitration. So the really significant finance doesn't come until after the player's been in the league for six years. Um, and, then, and then I guess you gotta you got to have a lot of good uh, tax attorneys uh, to, to structure it correctly. Well, there's not much you could do in California because we have yeah. a 13.3 state tax, but you are able to find those states like uh, Florida, Nevada, Washington, Texas, and if a player can establish residency there, then he will save the state tax because they have none. Hmm. Yeah, if I can remember it, Lee, starting with Steve Barkowski way back, I mean, that was your first mega, mega client. Uh, you, you seem to always be good at setting up a a, a a foundation for your client and 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 I'm and I just I just think the the, the, the smart sense of that is a you start a foundation that money raised isn't it a write-off when, when when it comes tax time less than it used to be but the concept basically is that if an athlete will retrace uh, his or her roots and go back to the high school community that helped shape them and set up a scholarship fund or work with the boys and girls club and then go on to the college level where the alums after all primarily relate to the school through the football or basketball programs and endow a scholarship stay close with that community and then go to the pro city and find the leading business figures political and community leaders put them on a uh, advisory board and then set up a charitable foundation you can really tackle any issue whether it's at-risk kids whether it's bullying domestic violence Athletes have the ability to permeate the perceptual screen that young people put up against authority figures and deliver a message. So hmm. I had the heavyweight boxer Lennox Lewis cut a public service announcement that said, real men don't hit women. Hmm. It could do more to uh, impact rebellious adolescents than a thousand authority figures ever could. Interesting. You know, I'd, I'd like to get your opinion also about you know, switching topics here, about what's going on with baseball, because there are all of these guys, like we mentioned Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, who is still, from what we understand, is still out there, although it sounds as if he's close to, to negotiating and dealing with uh, maybe a team other than the Dodgers. You know, what's your reflection, Leon, what's going on this offseason? Because very few of these free agents, the big names, have signed for big numbers. Is it just a correction in terms of, you know, the owners have been paying so much, now they feel like, hey, you know, we're not getting enough bang for our buck, we're going to cut back. Uh, I, I, You know, the players' union chief, uh, Tony Clark, is very upset about this whole thing. Yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of really good players out there without teams. Well, there's been a generalized freeze on signing, so... Does that come from collusion? Does that come because there was just an instantaneous recognition that uh, that they were making bad deals? You, you know, that will follow. But the real fight in these free agent deals is over the number of guaranteed years. 
Now, a baseball contract is guaranteed for skill, meaning that if you sign a player to a 10-year contract and he becomes, uh, he fades and, and is not productive anymore, you still have to, as the team, pay each remaining year. And then injury, meaning that even if the player tripped over a rake in year two of a 10-year contract and no longer could play, he still would get every remaining salary. And so they take a look at someone like Albert Pujols with the Angels who signed a 10-year contract. I think he's like in year six, (laughs) and he's not the same Albert Pujols anymore. So the question is, can you project into the next 10 years when you may be signing a package that will be essentially dead money on your payroll some years down the line now? You've got two players who are like 26, 27. That may be a safer bet than when they signed Pujols, but it's it's being on the hook for those guaranteed years um, in the future that teams uh, seem to uh, be afraid of. Yeah, as we record this segment with you, Lee, yeah, Machado was 26 years old, and reports are he is on the verge of a deal with the Padres, 10 years Three hundred million, mm. and I, I have to believe in a case like him, Harper, m- maybe some of these other players are just waiting for those first dominoes to drop, and then everything else will fall in line. Your thoughts? Well, um, that um, uh, that signing certainly will impact uh, Harper, and once those two players are signed, and teams get into further into spring training and find that they're uh, missing players. Uh, the pace of signings uh, will pick up. So it's all fine to not sign someone, and then you get your group in Arizona or Florida, and you realize you've got big gaps, and that should speed up also. You know, I'm thinking for Machado is, okay, $300 million is a lot of money, and San Diego's got nice weather, so you play half your games in nice weather. But, I mean, the Padres, you, you know, how many of these guys are, are looking for, like, you know, the ring? Right? Yeah, let's I mean, be let's be real about it. Machado is going to go to a situation if he goes to San Diego that's probably worse than Baltimore, and Baltimore yeah. right now is on the upswing. So, Lee, you know that's another thing. I guess as an agent, you know you have to weigh the future of you know the guy's going to make a, a good uh, salary, but if he's going to a team that's not going to be very competitive, uh, I mean, how do you as an agent deal with that? Because that's a, that's a tough one. By sitting a player down and asking him to rate his priorities. How important is short-term economic gain, long-term economic security, uh, being with a winning team, the quality of coaching, the geographical location? In each of those situations, it's a question of uh, ranking the priority. So um, I'll give you an example with a football player you'll recognize, Tim McDonald, when he was going through free agency. Uh, I asked him those same questions, and... He said, you know, my number, I want money, obviously, show me the money, but my number one um, uh, goal is to win, and my number two is to be closer to Fresno where my mother uh, and family live. And so when so a whole bunch of teams come into the mix, you know, they're, they're Baltimore and Chicago and a whole series of teams, and then San Francisco comes into the mix and what Tim can say to me, because he's thought through his value system, is get me the best contract you can from San Francisco. Because mm. he's mature enough to understand he'll be with a winning team at that point, and 
still be geographically the closest locale to Fresno. Good point. So it's, it's what, what it is is it's obviously Machado made a straight money deal. Yeah. Hey, you cannot argue that the Padres are going to be successful now in the near future. Or no offense to San Diego, yeah. but, but he it's a straight money deal. And you've got to argue that the money would have been there in another place. Well, it should make it interesting when the Padres play the Dodgers because he played for the Dodgers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is really, really, it's really going to spike up the National League West. Hey guys, we've got to take another commercial break here. Who said most football players are temperamental? That's 90% temper and 10% mental. All right, that's our <laughs> trivia question. Call I like that e- one. email Edward at sportsecon101.com. Uh, Got to be some sports writer, some cynical, hard-bitten no, sports writer. No, actually it wasn't. No? It not. All no? right, okay. stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ <laughs> 101 with Lee Steinberg. We'll be right back. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest-rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 
800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn and our special guest, Lee Steinberg. Uh, first trivia question was, who said most football players are temperamental? That's hmm. 90% temper and 10% mental. Mm. It sounds like a, a football version of Casey Stingle. It sounds, like, sounds like something a coach would say, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You, have any, any, you want to take a guess? I'm going to guess Bum Phillips. Bum Phillips. Let's yeah. let, let Lee take a stab Lee, at this he, one. Who said that? Uh, who, who said that? Yeah. Um, was it Vince not Lombardi? I don't yeah. know, but it sure wasn't an agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. NFL coach Doug Plank ah. played with the Bears as a safety and oh, coached yeah. the Falcons and the Jets. Good, good ball player. He was, he was on the 1985 Bears. That's right. Oh. That great defense that just – I remember they shut the Niners down early in the season. The Niners were defending champions, and they were a great team in 84. And they came into candlestick, Mike Ditka's Bears, and I think he beat them something like 26-10. to 10. And Bill Walsh was just uh, beside himself after that game. Well, I've got a worse story. Uh, it was the first I've had eleven quarterbacks play in the Super Bowl. We just missed with Mahomes this year, but wow. the the uh, my first quarterback ever who played was Tony Eason mm-hmm. for the Patriots, and they were on the other side of that '85 yeah. Bears Super Bowl team, and all of a sudden they were behind like forty to nothing, and he got yanked. Mm. So that was my first experience. Oh, wow. oh man. So uh, Patrick Mahomes, is he as good a guy as he seems? Oh, he's wonderful. He really is. Uh, brought up by a, a baseball player, so he was sitting out. He actually took took uh, uh, infield practice with uh, Derek Jeter. Uh, you know, he met A-Rod. He was hung out with his father. So he understood the uh, sacrifice that you have to put into that's not seen and how hard you have to study and, and how much commitment. But he also understood temperamentally how not to get too low or too high and uh, raised by a mom who instilled him with wonderful values. So he cares a lot about other people. He's self-effacing. Uh, I've, you know, if you interview him post-game, every incomplete pass was his fault. The line was great. The wide receivers were great. You know, any he's responsible for anything that went wrong, and he's really a delightful young guy. And we've uh, had a lot of fun. We we waited two years to really do much in the endorsement area because we didn't want we wanted to be able to prove to the people of Kansas City and the other players that he was serious about football. But now we're having a great time, mm. and uh, it's. Uh, He's the hottest athlete uh, in some ways in the country right now. He's one of those guys, nobody doesn't like him. Well, yeah, and not only that, you know what's interesting, Lee, is you bring this up of the family. Uh, you know, his dad was a major league player. Not a great player, but I remember his dad. Uh, you look at, at, for instance, we have two guys here in the Bay Area, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, who are both raised by dads who are very successful NBA players. And I think it's not, uh, you know, given, but athletes that are very gifted, many of them that come from that second generation. I guess Vladimir Guerrero's got a kid now that's on the fast track to the major Jared leagues. Jared Croft. 
Jerry Goff, uh, you know, Jerry Goff. Hey, was a... I, I, yes, I represented his father, Jerry, with the Montreal Expo. Oh, that's right. oh, an, oh another Cal guy, yeah, Cal there Connection. You, there, you there you go. Yeah. So they, 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 what I'm saying is these kids, they, they understand because, as you point out, I mean, Mahomes was around these pro athletes, so they know the, the dedication. And I guess also there's that solid family background that gives them a little bit of an advantage. And, you know, they, they grow up understanding that it's not all about them. So we're working on a big charitable foundation for Patrick now. Um, he spent most of his uh, off days uh, either visiting children's hospitals or, in in a couple cases, he painted homes for uh, veterans who were getting a new home. Um, and he just gets uh, and understands his obligations as a high-profile person to Trying to make a difference in other people's lives. Yeah, it must be a dream to work with someone like Patrick. I was wondering, have you ever had to fire a client? Mm-hmm. I have, and I, I won't. No, don't say the name, obviously. But I won't uh, say the name. But yes, uh, our we carefully profile players off a of college campus to make sure they have the requisite heart, uh, social conscience, they care about other people, and also that they have the right work habits and they understand that pro sports is an entertainment that rests on the fact that you have to have fans come, buy tickets, watch on television, buy memorabilia, and if you don't want to graciously sign autographs or be open with the press and give full performance, then go play on a sandlot. Yeah, have, has, has it worked the other way, Lee? Somebody where you just uh, like, man, I don't know, I don't know, you just... I just missed on him, and then, I don't know, somebody like Condon or Boris picked him up, and then, boom! (laughs) (laughs) uh, Listen, in every... uh, uh, I have my own long list of people that, that, you know, I missed on, and uh, I remember once Lance Armstrong called me up and uh, said that he wanted me to represent him, and I'm like, cycling? I mean, you know, who follows cycling? (laughs) (laughs) That was one of my great... Great uh, decision. It's, it's yeah. like in the seventies, the guy in the boardroom, <laughs> bottled water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's gonna buy bottled coffee? What? Get, who's gonna pay five dollars for coffee? <laughs> hey, I gotta ask you, what, what happened? <laughs> really? But I, will, but I will tell you, I've had sixty-two first-round draft picks in football. Sweet. And, uh, and uh, yeah, there you go, scoreboard. Seventeen, and then eight of them have been the first pick in the first round. Well, well hey. Lee, I wanted you to. I'm sorry, first. Well, I was going to just ask him about Steve Barkowski, your very first client. You know, I remember when I was in college. I I got out of the University of Denver. My uh, freshman, I guess my first year out of college, he was finishing up at Cal, and I remember it was a big deal him signing this contract with you, and he was a top draft pick. Played with Atlanta. They didn't have. They didn't go to the Super Bowl, but he had a very good career. I'm curious. Steve Barkowski's got to be about 66, 67, maybe. What's he up to these days? So um, he's living in Montana. I we give out humanitarian awards at our uh, Super Bowl party in Atlanta with about five thousand of my closest friends, <laughs> and we 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 gave them to uh, like the coach of the Bears, Matt Nagy, and and the GM of uh, Seattle, John Snyder. But we gave one to Steve, and I did get to see him. Uh, he's, let's see, four years younger than me. He's 65. Okay. My, I think he turned 66 in November. And uh, he's up there running a, a sort of a, a hunting fishing lodge. And uh, you know, he's back to exactly what he wants to do. He's, 
he's had a consistently had a show on uh, uh, being an outdoorsman on various different channels. But you know, I was 25 and uh, uh, had traveled the world for a year and a half uh, once I got out of Berkeley. And um, I'm a young lawyer, but um, I'm deciding between the Alameda County DA's office and uh, and corporate litigation. I had an offer in TV news. So all of a sudden, Bert Kauschy's the first player picked in the first round of the NFL draft. And he asked me to represent him. So there I am, brimming with legal experience. Yeah. <laughs> Never with even... minutes, minutes of experience. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what was it like to uh, what was it like to deal with a guy like uh, like Al Davis? Uh, great. Uh, he used to call me uh, at my house in Berkeley. You know, usually after midnight, and have long discussions on history and mm. war and great figures and all that. And the funniest thing was the only team that I had season tickets for ever in my whole life was the Raiders when I was in law school. And I sat at the very top row of the whole stadium, but uh, it was still good seats. And there was a little red-haired kid who sat next to me who was sort of making his way through life, and his name was Mark, and that was Mark Davis. So so we've known each other for... For 45 years. You know, the thing about the Barkowski is, uh, so a guy I went to high school with who became a friend, Stacy Bailey, Mm. he was the guy who tapped the ball to Billy White Shoes Johnson Mm. from a Hail Mary from Steve Barkowski uh, back in 80... Beat the 49ers, Beat the 49ers, yeah. 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 That's that's the one thing I remember. Yeah, I tried to get Lita to uh, represent me for pitching, because I I figured I could throw in the high 60s, but he wouldn't take me on as a client. I don't get it. When I first started at Cron, like forever ago, I mean, Lee, I mean, just... I mean, heavyweight now, heavyweight then, mega heavyweight then, and he had he had a whole bunch of on air talent uh, in in his clientele. Well, I mean, and he was really, success breeds success. Yeah, well, right? yeah, I guess, well, I guess we, so. we did. We did. We represented uh, Dave McElhaden and Wendy Takuda yep. and mm-hmm. Saunders and uh, Wayne Walker and uh, uh, Emerald DA, and we represented Dennis Richmond, Elaine Corral, and mm. uh, just uh, a flotilla. So that was. A whole lot of fun, and then free agency, hidden sports. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Hey, I have to I say also that those parties that Lee mentioned at the Super Bowl, I've been to a couple of those. Those are fun. Oh, yeah, I went those to, were, the, to the 50th yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah, those are, be- yeah. those are actually more fun than the ones the NFL puts on. I, I say that sincerely. They <laughs> yeah. really are. That's the whole goal. <laughs> yeah, that, that very, smart. The very first one was in 1985, and it was in my house in uh, Berkeley, and it was an antidote to the noisy, boozy, crazy uh, parties but anyway there were a bunch of sports writers there so i woke up the next day in my house and some of these writers are still on the couch <laughs> 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 all right hey, Lee, Lee, if you can stay with us for one more segment that would be great this is good stuff guys. okay okay we're going to cut to our uh, second trivia question here why are there white stripes at either end of a football that's our trivia question. Mm-hmm. Why are there e- are there white stripes? I don't think there are. Well, not not in not not in a pro. Fo- not not. You're talking about college. Talking right? about college football. Yeah. Any yeah. football that has stripes. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, email Edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to that question. And uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is still sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are still currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate, mostly in the San Francisco area. By the way, area. I like your shirt. It Isn't looks like cool? you got it off my rack. Really? 
<laughs> excellent, excellent. My wife, my actually, my wife said I look good. Yeah. All right. It doesn't get more conservative than that. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Oh, if you want a good conservative investment, that's what you do. You check okay. them out. All right. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ One Will Run. We'll be right back with Edward and his shirt. <laughs> Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Two in five Americans would not go on a second date with someone who has bad teeth, and 50% believe that an individual with an unattractive smile is less likely to land a job when compared to another individual with similar skill sets and experience. First impressions are made in seven seconds. What does your smile say about you? Do you want more dates and that amazing job that has been eluding you? San Francisco cosmetic dentist Dr. Edward Love cannot promise those things, but he has spent decades helping his patients stack the decks in their favor through smile transformation and dental tweaks. He is so confident that a beautiful smile can make a difference that he's offering the first 10 individuals that contact his office complimentary dental bleaching just for coming in for a consultation. Call him today at 415-392-2072 to schedule your appointment or schedule through his website at drlov.com. That's Dr. Love spelled L-O-E-V.com. If you haven't tried paddleboarding yet, the Petaluma River and northern reach of San Pablo Bay offers you the opportunity to experience the largest preserved tidal estuary on the west coast of North America. The calm waters are ideal for learning to paddleboard while riding wind and tides with sweeping views of oak-studded hills and a skyline that stretches to Mount Tam. Petaluma Stand Up Paddle is conveniently located just off of Highway 101 in the Petaluma Marina next door to the Sheraton Hotel. Paddlers can also choose to paddle 1.4 miles into Old Town Petaluma and explore Sonoma's other river city. Call 707-200-5520 or go to www.petalumasup.com. Again, that's 707-200-5520 or check out www.petaluma.com. LumaSUP.com. See you on the river. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown along with Bruce McGowan, Vern Glenn, and our special guest, Lee Steinberg. Second trivia question. Why are there white stripes at either end of a football? You tell me. To, to, to improve the grip. Interesting. Top okay. quality balls are stitched on rather than painted. But hmm. see, I thought it was like to be able to like see a spiral. But no, it's, it's uh, to uh, to get a, improve the grip. I guess it's a little bit stickier right there. Hmm. 
Um, so, uh, Lee, you were talking. You were just about to talk to us about uh, one of your more of his many clients. Of your many clients. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was uh, I was just telling Vern, who you know does great stuff in in Bay Area TV, that um, at one point when I was representing media figures, I represented a dog. So not an underperforming athlete, an actual animal uh, called a dog, and his name was uh, Mutley. And Doug O'Connell had a show, Mike uh, and the Mutley Show. I don't remember that? Mac and Mutley. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I bet he worked for Peanuts. Well, no, no but I'm bumped. Dog treats. Dog treats. Yeah. Dog treats. It was a uh, dog treat. Uh, we had incentive clauses for the number of barks and. <laughs> you know, <laughs> wow, that's well, man, that, that's uh, pretty. Oh boy, that's funny, man. I guess what the owner comes in and you sort of discuss with it, and you look at the dog and see if he's yeah. smiling or yeah. yeah that's <laughs> a good. What, what, next time I do, next time I bump into Doug, I'll I'll, I'll bring that up. That, that, that's right. Well, that's a good a one. Specific course at Berkeley Law School, which was canine law. Mm. Canine law. Okay. Great. Hey, let me say. Hey, I'll say this: we got we 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 got four people sharing a microphone. Only one of us has had has been profiled by sixty minutes, and that ah, is Lee Snyder. That's right. Yep. There you go. All right, not bad. Lee, yeah. it's so good to talk to you, man. We, we really appreciate you being on today. This yeah. is great, great stuff. My pleasure. Thanks a lot, Lee. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, Lee Steinberg. You know, it's interesting. I was talking to one of the barriers. Dean, the dean of sports writing last night, uh, Art Spanner, talking about Bruce oh, yeah. Bochy, who was mm-hmm. calling it quits after this year. Oh. And I was just thinking that Art is one of those guys who probably had long conversations with Lee Steinberg back in the day when they were just kids. And Well, Art was not a kid back in the day. He's always been <laughs> been one of the veterans. But, uh, you know, it's just amazing how much time has gone by. I remember, like yesterday, when he was representing Steve Barkowski, but that was 44 yeah. years ago. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Well, that is a long. It is a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a movie based on him. It's just man, yeah, he's just yeah. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, yeah with Tom Cruise. Yeah. All right, this is going to be kind of fun. So Ichiro is forty-five years old, and he's going to be going That's to spring right. training again. Yeah. Hey, man, he just can't let it go. He's kind of. Hey, before we get out of here, we yeah, should yeah. we should we should mention just a little, little something on Bruce yeah, yeah. Bochy. We yes, should. We should yeah. definitely because that guy's going to the Hall of Fame. Oh, for yeah. sure. No question. Winning record or not, or losing record or not. Yeah. Well, there's two other managers in the history of baseball that have gone to the Hall of Fame with losing records, but they managed for, you know, Connie Mack was one of them, managed for 50 years. Bruce Bochy, 25 years Who's in a row. Who's the other one, Torrey? No. Uh, that, no. Well, no, he, he didn't no. have a losing record. No, I'm trying to think. It was somebody else, but from way back, you know, like in well, the, the 40s and 30s. Okay. Yeah. But he'd, oh. he'd managed for so many years. Huh. So. Well, he will be missed. Yes. Now, who's going to take good, over? Good man. Uh, good yeah, question. Good Nationwide search, I'm yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're going to do a, a couple of these. Did, did you know? Did you know today uh, the average number of baseballs used per game is 120, with the average lifespan being five to seven pitches. All told, over 900,000 balls are used each season, costing about $5.5 million. In the major leagues. In the major leagues, yeah. Wow. That's a wow. lot of baseballs. I know. You know, it's an interesting thing. They, there's a company back in, I think it's in Delaware, that uh, uses this mud uh, that the major le- the umpires use, and they rub. Now, up until recently, they rubbed the baseballs because the baseballs, when they came out of the um, 
out of the factory. They had kind of a uh, sort a of gloss a, to it. Yeah, gloss to it, and it's sort of slippery. So this mud sort of uh, kind of softens, or not softens them, it makes them easier to grip and makes the, the surface of the ball look a little darker. Interesting. Same with the NFL balls. I mean, when they they used to come straight from the manufacturer right yeah. to the game, and they complained about the grip because it had that thing on. So now, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so now e- each team they they have their game balls and they practice with them for a week to scuff oh. them up a little bit. Interesting. I yeah. did not know that. Now this one has to do with uh, pool. You know, how, how often do we talk about pool here? Uh, as in pocket billiards. As in pocket billiards. Oh, Who's exactly. interested in pool? That's like Lee Steimer was saying about right. bicycling. Who's interested in bicycling? Okay. I don't know if pool's going to be the well, next big that, thing. This is just kind of one of those neat yeah, things. Funny. Did you know a cue ball accelerates from zero to 30 miles an hour in a fraction of a second when hit and can generate friction temperatures of up to 482 degrees between the ball and the tablecloth? Wow. Did not amazing? know that. You, who you who, kinda, you who kinda, comes up with this stuff? Well, I, um, so some for, some for, scientist, I guess. I guess, yeah, for... Well, Shit. I was going to say, the reason I came up with it is because uh, I just made it up. No, uh, <laughs> someone gave me a book for Christmas, and I thought it was kind of fun. Interesting. Yeah. All right, here's one more. Did you know players in championship billiard games may walk up to three miles while circling the table and moving from table to chair? No wonder shooting pool is considered a strenuous sport. That, that's how I'm going to get my 10,000 steps. The billiards today. and pool are two different games, well, true, but, yeah. but basically you got a big table, and okay. you're walking around it. You're walking around that much? Apparently, yeah, for... Um, Mm. You know, for the championship, so I don't okay, know Okay, because you're playing in how many games? I don't know. Yeah, I, it yeah, didn't yeah, say. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Kaepernick ends his collusion grievance. Yep. Same, yep. same attorney as OJ, right? Mark Garagos? Oh, is that right? I yeah, did not know Mark that. Mark Garagos. Okay. Kind of I mean, OJ had a bunch of attorneys. He had... Well, uh, he was one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that Johnny was one Cochran. John Cochran, yeah. And Kardashian. Kardashian. Uh, and then and Eric Reed, though, he signed on with the Panthers, so he's... Uh, now, Reed and Kaepernick, oddly enough, they have the same lawyer. Really? Reed was also named in that settlement. Interesting. So I, uh, you know, one's, one's, getting, one's getting paid to go away. The other one's getting paid to just hey, just keep your head down and just play out your career and, with and, the Carolina Panthers. Well, and I hear Kaepernick actually says he wants to come back, but you know that no team is going to sign him. There's no way. You know, it's funny. I thought well, we'll about just that, we'll but... we'll never know the language of that settlement. Yeah, you know, we, we oh. just we just won't. It's the confidentiality. Oh, yeah. there, there's yeah. so many NDAs in that. Oh, yeah. come on. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, Kaepernick is smart. He he will stay away from football for the simple reason that he's twenty. What is he? Twenty seven years old. Twenty eight years old. We're close to. Yeah, but he hasn't played. But he I mean, hasn't. So but he's, no but mileage he's, on him. What I'm saying is he's healthy. <laughs> he will be able to live a long and comfortable life. And he's, he's got he's he's got to be better than I want to say seventy five percent of the backup quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. No question. But my point is, stay away from football. You'll be healthier. You got all this money now. Put it into something that uh, is good uh, for yourself and for the community or whatever. And, and and live a long and happy life. You see some of these football players when they hit our age, you know. I mean, they, I, yeah, but but that's but that's the key. Yeah. These kids are in their twenties. They still think they're oh, bulletproof. They think that well, they should know better. Should know any, better. Any guess on on how much he got paid? No, I'm going to guess twenty million. Oh, got to be more than that. Really? I mean, he, he they, they 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 paid him for the two years he missed. Okay, they paid him for. Uh, j- j- nothing actually being, you know, get out all those depositions, all the notes, all the emails, all 50 the million? All get- no, 100 million? Be, no, it can't be that much. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to guess 25. I'm going to guess a game 35. 35. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but in in the end versus versus I mean, versus egg on your face incriminating stuff. It'd be it'd be worth it. So yeah. 35 million you split it with 32 owners. 
was was thirty two went to uh, thirty five yeah, million. It's a little over a million. So, so they so they got to pass the hat and kick in that and yeah, that's that's it's it. Chump change for these guys. Yeah, yeah, I know. Chump change. Well, I, I you know I never we never really got to know Colin Kaepernick because he was sort of uh, elusive, not elusive, but he just didn't say a whole lot. But it's interesting once he got out of football, much more open and much more talkative. I just think from from his standpoint, this is a good thing. That he gets out of the sport. I mean, I, I love the game, but I think these guys are just taking a beating. You know, um, quarterbacks, running backs, linebackers. It's not a healthy thing to get into, you know. And we're going to see more and more and more players from, you know, it's kind of like boxing. I mean, you just, you take a beating. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, here I am, a guy that has been in the NFL game since 1959, and I'm ripping the sport, but it's just not a healthy sport for, for you physically. Well, one leaving with good health as we segue to baseball is Bruce Bochy, who announced his retirement. He's going to say, give it up uh, after this season. And uh, yeah, Bochy, overall losing record, but we always remember what you've done lately and what he did with the Giants and his tenure there uh, has been uh, really, really remarkable since coming over from the Padres. He had uh, some health issues too, didn't he? He did, yeah, yeah. he did. Heart heart problems, uh, knee replacement coming up, uh, hip replacement recently, yeah, no question. Still, I believe, with the largest recorded Hat size in the history of <laughs> the San Francisco In the history of the San Francisco Giants. Well, he was a catcher. Catchers just you look at Buster Posey. I mean, he's thirty years old now or thirty one, and he just is coming off some surgery. I mean, these guys that get down on the squat every day, mm-hmm. even yeah. if you're a backup. He played Bruce Bochy played for I think nine years in the major leagues. He played in about eight hundred games. He was a backup with the Houston Astros. He got run over by Pete Rose in a playoff game. He got to play in the eighty four World Series. He only had one at bat, I think. But um, you know, these guys take a beating. How, what was his record with the Giants? Because that's that's what everyone remembers him. I don't I'd have to look that up. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to look that, that up. It's not a losing record. No, 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 no. it wasn't. No. But he had some great teams. He did have some bad, bad teams too. Oh seven and oh eight were bad teams, and the last two years yeah. were bad teams. And uh, he coached for the he managed the Padres, didn't he? He did for, yeah. for twelve years. Okay. Did yeah, managed well, him for twelve years. Mostly and they got him into the World Series in, in nineteen ninety eight. You know, right. and in, in the playoffs in 06 and 07. That's when they got swept by the uh, Yankees, right? No, they got beaten by the Detroit Tigers. Uh, I'm sorry, you're right. They did get beaten by the Yankees. I'm thinking of 84. They got beaten by yeah. the uh, yeah, the Yankees. Uh, yeah. Tigers, yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't pretty to watch. No, that was a great Yankees team. Well, yeah. who knows yeah. what the future will hold? I mean, because I believe there's going to be a segue to the younger, cheaper manager yeah. overall in the major leagues. Well, I mean, you, know, you know what's interesting, Vern, about these managers, too, is so many of them are, are really well-educated now, and they are also kinder and gentler. They're not the kind of guys that are going to overturn the food table. Yeah, the, yeah, none of that. You know, I mean, Bochi, <laughs> one thing about Bochi I always respected and liked was that he never ripped a player publicly, or if he did it privately, he did it one-on-one in Pull his office. Pull him in the office, yeah, right. Yeah. And I think Bob Melvin, the A's manager, is that way. I think a lot of these managers are that way. They have to be. Um, you know, it's a different age we live in today. Yeah. It's not like the old days where they, you know, spare the rod and spoil the child. I mean, it's just yeah. a different world we live in. So, uh, d- Moving on a little bit. Uh, you know what? I gotta say, I did not watch the NBA All Star Game. No, nor really? did I. Nor yeah, did I, just, I. I did. Know, yeah, I don't watch any of these for professional games. reasons. Yeah, but no, I did. Well, you, you had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. All right. What was it? One seventy six to one sixty four. One seventy eight to one sixty four. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, it's like hot. The, the NHL is the same way. The games are like ten to three hundred and forty two points yeah. total scored in that yeah. game. Yeah, it's all for. But fun. But it is what it is. It's, it's an fun. exhibition. There's no defense. Although I will say. 
when LeBron's team was down in the last, I would say in the last five, six minutes of the game, they were playing straight up. I mean, they were really, I mean, they were well, really they going at win. it. Yeah. yeah. Who did, who did they go to this format where they have teams chosen instead of West versus East? It's I mean, the second year they've done it's it. It's the second yeah. year they've yeah. done it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of neat. Yeah. 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 And yeah. there was one sequence that you missed where Clay Thompson was guarding Steph Curry. That must have been fun to watch. And, and yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know what, I mean, Think of how many times in practice they they, they, they they would maybe go at it or maybe not since they were running on the same office running the team. But there was a sequence where Steph was beyond the arc, went up for the shot, and Clay bit, fouled him, and the shot went in. Of course. <laughs> I, I read that, the, I, that was warrior on warrior crime I, right I, there. I read a quote from Clay Thompson. He said, you know, I've seen him do this enough times to other guys. Now I know how it feels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Should have known better, but hey, but he bit, fouled him, boat, and the shot went in. Oh, man. All right, here's our uh, last trivia question. It's funny, it'll kind of remind you of the first one a little bit, but who said half this game is 90% mental? Oh, (laughs) I remember that. That's a good one. All right. Yeah. Email uh, edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to this question. Who Mm -hmm. said half this game is 90% mental? All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be back with some closing comments. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. 
Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and Glenn Glenn. Who said half this game is 90% mental? That had to be the late, great Yogi Berra. No. No? No, remember he said... Oh, Casey Stengel. No? No? Former manager Danny Ozark. Danny he Ozark? Danny, yeah. Remember, the one that Yogi said was uh, like 90% this and the other half is... Oh, okay. Is, is oh, you tricked me there. I Danny Ozark, good question. Uh, you know, great, great coach with the Dodgers, great manager with the Phillies, and an interim manager with the Giants after they fired Jimmy Davenport and before... Uh, they hired Roger Craig for about two months. Got to know him Late a little 70s, bit. Early... 1985. That mm. is that yeah. when we got? I, I yeah, yeah, 1985 uh, with that the Giants. About right. Yeah. 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 Some yeah. I thought because uh, Roger, Roger came in because Roger was the skipper when I started at Cron. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, then we got Dusty and. Oh, you know something? I'm wrong. It was after Frank Robinson was fired, and then Jimmy was hired. So it would be in '84, because '85 Roger came along. Late in the season in 85 and replaced gotcha. Jimmy Davenport, so I'm, I'm wrong. Okay, guys, you ready for our go. thoughts of the day? Yes. U.S. newspaper columnist George Will said, Baseball, it is said, is only a game. True. And the Grand Canyon is only a hole in Arizona. <laughs> Not all game holes or games are created equal. Hmm. Now, uh, now that's a true baseball fan. Oh, George okay. Will is a huge baseball fan, yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah. Tommy Lasorda said, There are three types of baseball players. Those who make it happen those who watch it happen, and those who wonder what happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, All right, so next week we're going to have uh, Natalie. We're Natalie Diaz. Natalie Diaz. Yeah. Uh, from uh, Dominican College, one of the top Division II women's basketball players in the country. She averages, I think, about 26 points a game. And uh, really bright young woman from Southern California, I believe. And how do you compare No, actually, DTC? actually, it's, oh, more, no. Uh, it's more Santa Cruz. Oh, Santa Cruz, that's mm-hmm. right, SoCal High School. That's right. So how do you uh, how do you compare D two to D one though? You know, if you're saying she's a high well, well she, she'll she'll tell us. She had a chance okay. to be to play at D one, but she wanted an opportunity to to sort of get uh, yeah, big fish in a big small fish pond. Big small fish in a small pond. Small pond. Right. And Dominican College, small campus, great university. All right, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. Oh.